Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. Today brings us to our final study in the Book of Acts. The Book of Acts begins the history of the movement of the gospel to the ends of the earth. We see from the record of the early church given to us by Luke that some believed the gospel and some didn't. Luke closes the book of Acts with Paul preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence. The record is not concluded. The Holy Spirit continues to work today. The acts of the Holy Spirit have not been finished even in our day. The book of Acts will end with the rapture of the church, the coming of Christ for his own. The work of the church has not yet been completed. It is a continuing story. What you and I have done in the power of the Holy Spirit will be included in that record. In today's study, we're going to look at some of the possible activities of Paul following his two years of house arrest in Rome. There are indications from some of Paul's writings, as well as secular writings, that he spent another four years or so revisiting some of the earlier churches and a possibility that he was able to realize his desire to visit Spain. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. 
Today I close this study of the book of the Acts of the Apostles. Did Paul ever stand before Nero? Luke doesn't write about that. We are left to piece bits of information together. I believe that Paul did appear before Caesar or his representative. I believe that because an angel of God told Paul that he would. Just before their ship wrecked on the island of Malta, when all hope seemed to be lost, Paul tried to encourage the people on board. He said to them, Last night an angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you, so keep up your courage then. For I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. God promised Paul that he would stand before Caesar. God kept every other promise, and I believe he kept this one. Now, beyond that, there are two alternatives. Number one, that Paul was tried, found guilty, and executed. That's a possibility. I prefer the second alternative, however, that Paul was released at this time by Caesar and that he subsequently was rearrested, then tried again and executed. Now, let me explain the reasons for such a conclusion first. Luke tells us that Paul was in Rome for two years under house arrest. Why two years? Two years was the limit of time required by Roman law that a prisoner could be held without completion of the case. If the case had not been completed by that time, the prisoner would be released. It is possible that the Jewish accusers of Paul allowed the case to go by default. Second, Paul himself expected to be freed. He wrote to the Philippians that he expected to come to them. He also wrote to Philemon from confinement and said, Prepare a guest room for me, because I hope to be restored to you in answer to your prayers. He clearly expected to be freed. Third, Paul in his pastoral epistles alludes to experiences and mentions names of people, both of which do not fit into the Acts narratives. They fit best after Paul's two years at Rome. It seems likely then that Paul was released and continued his ministry in the lands around the Aegean and perhaps even fulfilled his lifelong wish of going to Spain. Why doesn't Luke mention all of this? Perhaps he intended to write a sequel to Acts. Acts covers the expansion of the church in the east and how the gospel got to the west. Perhaps Luke next intended to write an account of the gospel's penetration of the west. When you piece it all together, it seems that Paul was released after the two years in A.D. 63. He preached until A.D. 66 or 67. During those years of freedom, he wrote 1 Timothy and Titus. Then, because Christianity had now been declared illegal, that is, not anymore a sect of Judaism, Paul was rearrested and imprisoned. This time he wasn't allowed to stay in his own rented quarters, but probably was incarcerated in the Mamertine prison 
Many of you who have been to Rome have seen this prison. It is located near the west end of the old Roman Forum. It was used as a place of detention for prisoners awaiting execution. It consisted of rooms on two levels. The upper room was a trapezoid, that is, it had parallel walls. One was 11 feet and one was 16 feet in length. The chamber below it was 21 feet in diameter. Originally, the lower level was accessible only through a hole from the upper level. Today, tourists may use a stairway. Everyone who writes of this prison describes it as a place of horror where some prisoners went insane. Whether Paul spent his last days here may never be certainly known. At any rate, it is believed that in A.D. 67 or possibly 68 he died, according to Eusebius and Jerome. According to tradition, Paul was beheaded with a sword on the Ostian Way. Evidently, Paul was martyred in Rome. The first letter of Clement, written in A.D. 95, reveres both Peter and Paul as Christian martyrs. Dionysius of Corinth, in A.D. 175, mentions Paul as a martyr in Rome. Tertullian of Carthage in North Africa around A.D. 200 notes that Paul was executed by beheading, which was likely the method of execution of Roman citizens. Gaius of Rome in the early part of the 3rd century writes that Paul was beheaded on the Ostian Way. And later Origen notes that it was during Nero's reign, which ended in A.D. 68. So from the evidence of tradition, it would seem fairly certain that Paul was martyred by being beheaded in Rome and that on the Ostian Way, the road from Rome to Ostia. In all likelihood, he was buried under what is now St. Paul's Church outside the walls. To my knowledge, no excavations have been carried on at the church of St. Paul's outside the walls to look for the bones of Paul. One final comment before we close this book. Just before his death, before his execution, Paul wrote the second letter to Timothy. When he wrote this letter, he was in prison, and the end was fast approaching. That second letter to Timothy, then, was Paul's last letter just before his execution. It is a letter that rings with clear triumph in the face of impending death. Notice a few of the final verses from chapter 4. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, Paul said, and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day, and not only me, but also to all who longed for his appearing. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Paul went to be with his Lord, whom he had loved so much and served so long and so well. Waiting.
Snow's radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.